Welcome to episode 19 of the Black Daddy Podcast, where we welcome special guests of the Marriage is Real movement, Damien and Jamie Johnson. We sit down with the Johnsons and get, well, real about how things change after you put those rings on, what they call the expectation shift, the opposition face after getting married, and what it's meant to build in your relationship how important vision is in marriage and how challenging your spouse helps you in the end instead of the perception that it's a threat all of this and more with damien and jamie johnson of marriage is real on the black daddy podcast you're listening to the black daddy podcast oh yeah Yes, sir. We back. It's the Black Daddy Podcast, and we in two different time zones this time, people. And uh, man, we're excited, baby. I'm excited. You excited? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And on the mic from the other time zone, the Central Time Zone in the great state of Texas. Some would say uh, the Republic of Texas. Hopefully, they're not going to secede <laughs> from the Union again. You, you know how they how they get down down there in Texas. But we're grateful. <laughs> Uh, for the one that only representing a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, ministry and I, w- I would even say movement uh, down there in Texas, uh, the originators, the uh, conceptualizers of marriage is real. I want to welcome to the Black Daddy podcast for the first time, Damien and Jamie Johnson. What's going on, Johnsons? Yeah, we in the building, son. <laughs> How y'all doing? Man, we're doing great, doing man. Good, doing, doing really good. great. Good to, good to hear y'all voice with some of that Southern twang. I love it. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of Southern twang. <laughs> thank y'all for having us. We're very honored. Absolutely, man. Damien, man, thank you so much again. Uh, just for the openness, for the connect real quick. As always, I want to shout out my brother, uh, Jay Mayo of the Right to Real Love podcast. Jay, man, you did it again, bro. Thank you so much for the connect, brother. We, we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, Jay. Yes, Jay. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, hey, man, I just want to jump right into it. You guys are actually uh, the first couple that we, that my wife and I have interviewed together ever on the Black Daddy podcast. So, uh, uh, all right. So, um, oh, so y'all are, are y'all both from Texas? Yes, born and raised. Oh, Texas okay. Bro- so y'all met y'all met in Texas. How how long have you been married? Well, we've actually been married uh, seventeen years. It'll be eighteen in October. But okay. actually, in September will be that we've, uh, it's been about 20 years we've been together. 20 years, September. Mm. That's a long time. That's a long time. Two, yep. two decades. Yeah. Y'all have children? <laughs> yes, we do. We have two. We have a son. He's 15. And a daughter. She's 10. Going on 35. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So two kids, 20 years. And the name of your... Um, your ministry, would you, what would you, would you call it a ministry or how would you? Well, I, I would like, I'd actually call it like what uh, Donald said. It's a movement. That's mm-hmm. kind of what we're, we're going for. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a movement. That's what, that's what you want to globalize it. <laughs> marriage, <laughs> marriage is real. So what would you say are uh, the top five reasons that you say marriage is real? And how did you all come up with the title of this movement, Marriage is Real? Well, the, re- the way we came up with the name Marriage is Real, um, 
Jamie and I have a lot of different conversations um, all the time about relationships. Um, mm -hmm. how, how often would you say we talk about relationships? Mm, a lot. Uh, probably at some point every day. Yeah, pretty much every day. And um, and um, we just noticed or decided like, hey, you know, a lot of people because we, you know, we're considered the uh, old old married couple in our circle. <laughs> and so, you know, people would ask us questions and, you know, things like that. And I just was like, hey, why don't we try to do something with this? You know, we've been in the game for a while, you know, uh, something called the law of 10,000 hours. They say if you do something for 10,000 mm -hmm, hours, mm -hmm. you're an expert. So we don't say we're necessarily experts, but we've got We've got a lot of experience in, in things that we've uh, we've we've dealt with in these last couple of decades. So we just uh, said, hey, let's try to help and empower people. And also um, because the, the the institution of marriage with a man and a woman is is, uh, in, in our opinion, is under attack. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we need that, especially in our community. And especially for our children to see a man and a woman and so, and so that they can the children can see how to deal with life and, and develop social skills, because each parent brings a certain thing to the uh, the table. You That's know, your, your, your mother's going to be nurturing and, and, and you know, put the bandaid on the boo boo. But then you got to have that balance where the, the dad is going to give that he's going to nurture, but he's going to do it in his own way. He's going to give tough love but reinforce it in only a way that a father can. So right, right. Um, and said, hey, let's try to use our voice and our, you know, create a platform so that we can uh, help show other people that marriages and everything you see on, you know, the Real Housewives and, and all the social media and, and the way that it's portrayed. Let's show marriage from a real perspective of real working class people getting out here and, and, and doing it the way that it can and should be done. Okay, that that's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. So how long ago did the movement start? Well, it, it? Uh, we're going on, I think this is a third year. Uh, it all kind of started. Um, we would do um, little Facebook posts mm -hmm. on our uh, on Facebook and just be like, hey, you know, marriage is like bacon and eggs. You got to cook uh -oh. it. You know, no. I'm just, <laughs> you got to no. cook it cook it up to make it work. No. And so, you know, it's just little, you know, just little, <laughs> you know, just little inspirational quotes and things uh -huh. like that there. You know, I, we kind of started studying social media and like, okay, maybe we should uh, attach to this platform. And then from there, we started doing Instagram and and, you know, just trying to grow it from there and just, you know, one thing led to another. And, and, and that's where we are today. And even before that, Damien started a blog. Oh, yeah, I did. That, huh? Yeah, Thank that's kind of how, <laughs> how it all started. Help me, help me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. from, um, and that's how the name even came about, you know, um, because we all, you know, we say marriage is not about being perfect. It's about being real. And we know so many people and talk to so many people who are married, but. But the other party doesn't necessarily know the truth of how they feel about some things. Like you would tell me, mm -hmm. the, the wife, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, have you communicated that to your husband? And I would always say, you know, you have to be real with him and vice versa for Damon. He would tell, you know, the, the, the male counterpart, you know, you have to be real with her. And so that's kind of how 
the name Marriage is Real came about when he started, you know, writing that blog. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So what, what would you say, um, has been the response from people as you, over the last few years? The, the response has been, it's, it's amazing, honestly, because, you know, when, when, you know, you go out and about and you're, you know, just living your life, doing whatever you do. And people stop us sometimes like, Hey, y'all are, uh, marriage is real, right? <laughs> like, Oh, we love what y'all are doing. And, it's it's great and keep it up and 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 a lot of times people refer to us in that way now. It's like y'all, hey, marriage is real. <laughs> like, oh, that's us. Hey, y'all, what's going on? <laughs> so the response has been it's been really great. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Now, now, Jamie, whenever <clears throat> Damien kind of made that transition from like blog to maybe wanting to be more more public more visible via Facebook and social media when he initially came to you with the, with the idea or maybe whenever y'all first decide on this kind of like, what, what, what was your initial reaction or what was your initial uh, response to that? Was it like, Oh yeah, that like, that's dope. Let's do it. Or was it like, Bay? I don't know. That's, a, that's a little bit too much. Like you could, you could do your, your thing, but like, I don't know. Like what, what, what was it like? What was that? What was that first initial uh, exchange and reaction? No. <laughs> I said, oh, well, you have fun with that. There you go. Have fun. You know, because I, I mean, and, and like I always say, he's very passionate about relationships. He always has been, even from when we first got together. You know, he, he never wanted to watch the, what, what do you call the movies that the women like to watch all the time? Chick flicks. The chick flicks. He never liked to watch the chick flicks, but I would always pull them in. And then at the end of the movie, he got to analyze everything. <laughs> so, this is your thing, not mine. I'm not trying to be the face of nothing. I don't need people all in my business. You know how we can be as women. I don't need my business on Fresh mm-hmm. Street like that. Yep. But, you know, like I said, when we started to recognize and realize, and when I really, you know, God started really working on me, um, that, that, that there's a need for that. You know, that there really is a need. There is a breakdown um, as far as families go. Um, even I can't, and it's not even just a black culture. It, it, it's across the board. It's, um, it transcends all races, you know? And so Mm -hmm. um, once I thought about that and, you know, the Holy Spirit chastised me, I was like, okay, baby, let's go ahead and we, we can, we can, we can, we can go forward with it. But uh, initially, I was like, no, I ain't finna do, no, I'm not finna do that because then you want me to do videos and be on Facebook. Like you said, I gotta get my face right. I gotta have my hair right. I ain't got the I don't like that. You know, in being real, you have to be real. So um, always be your your face ain't gonna always be beat. Your hair ain't gonna always be together Mm -hmm. because that's a part of being married. You ain't always cute. You know what I'm saying? Well, I ain't always cute to me. (laughs) Uh. That was so sweet. Good job. Good job, Damien. (laughs) Yo. before we go any further, like, th- thank you guys so much for that, because I think, um, like you said, Jamie, like just that initial, like, I don't know, I don't, uh, nah, I don't like that's, that's your thing. But it's, it's so dope that to have a, a woman and a wife that, uh, that tr- trust in the Lord and depends on the Lord and th- that is open to the movement of, of, of God, you know, in, in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's so cool to now see on the back end, um, the fruit and the reach of you two like walking together and agreeing. So 
uh, so salute to both of you guys just for like for working through that because because now you know you you have people who you know on the back end of your faithfulness you know what I'm saying people who are, who are yeah and and, and obedience, obedience who who are now being impacted so uh so good job Damien and Jamie y'all some uh, y'all some y'all some good Christian people good job appreciate that good Christian folk yeah <laughs> <laughs> no all right so let's I, let's I jump into go ahead baby. Um, you know, marriage is real. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, shack up or they're dating, um, uh, courtship, engaged, but not married. Have you encountered like any type of um, resistance to the marriage aspect of marriage mm-hmm. is real? No, no, not really. Not um, really. I mean, people always want to like argue their point that you know it's you don't have to be married and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I have my own take on that, especially coming from the female side. Sometimes I know they can adopt, you know, his philosophy of you know we ain't got to be married; it's just the right. paper. But as as we you know have um, spoken about the the institution of marriage, doing it under God, that's the way it's supposed to be done. So you know you can mm-hmm. tell yourself and adopt his philosophy all you want at the end of the day you you feel honored if he if he wants to if he would want to take you as his wife Mm -hmm. so i mean we haven't we haven't really um received any resistance but again people do try to argue their point and then they try to kind of you know um comment on being married without being married and it's kind of like you trying to tell me how to have a baby and you don't have no children you know what i'm saying yeah so Okay. That's dope. That's 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 so good that um that even even in the midst of you guys not I mean and Damien I've talked about this like in, in the midst of, of you guys taking such a a non conformist stance on the fact that like hey yo like marriage is a good thing you know like it's what what God desires it's good that you guys also have found a way to to navigate through you know may, maybe some of the some of the courses and like you said Jamie like culturally where uh, sadly, and th- th- this is why we we do what we do in, in particular, like in seeking to reach like uh, men, is uh, where the women, like you said, they end up following uh, what what the man may say or what he desires uh, out of a right. desire to to keep him or to stay with him or, or whatever the case yeah. is, and so uh, so that's that's super super cool, really really cool. And if I may interject here, uh, also. Uh, as far as the shacking thing goes, we we uh, we try to come at it from a, a preventative uh, stance right. because we did it. We did. And so we, you know, marriage is real, real. And and <laughs> and you know, as as Jamie said about you know her analogy having a baby and somebody trying to tell you about a baby. You know, a lot of people talk about hey, you know, we can live together and do such da da da. But what a lot of people don't know is they don't know the other side of that after you slide those rings on, oh, well, we already living together and everything is, it's not going to change. And it's like, you have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> you have no idea how much it changes after you sign that contract and you put those rings on. Because at that point, both parties have a, 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 a claim or a stake, if you will, as to that other person. So it's like now mm-hmm. when we were, we were engaged or whatever the case may be, yeah, we didn't engage, but you're not you're not recognized really as being together until you make that that covenant, if you will. Mm-hmm. So now 
I can say something. Like if right. you did something and I, you know, you you my girl, but you ain't my wife. But you my wife now. Yeah. Oh, I can say something now. <laughs> and so and I, and, it, and it's the reciprocal, right, baby? Yeah, it's the reciprocal. Yeah, absolutely. You you're accountable to somebody now. So yeah. you gotta you gotta take you gotta take all that into consideration. So we try to tell people about it. it's like, hey, you know, you you can shake, but I'm just telling you. This is what's gonna happen on the other side yeah, of it. Because there are expectations once he like he said, you come under the covenant, there are expectations. Now we we we're married. Mm-hmm. Um you you're not just my, my boyfriend, you're my husband. So there are things that I expect of you as being the head of this household under God, then mm-hmm. that you know, there's just a different responsibility there. Mm-hmm. And not only that, yeah. once you do it the right way according to God's order, the enemy really going to come against you now mm-hmm. because you're doing it this way. Yeah. So things change when you get married and people always say they, they don't. Well, if they don't for you, we're good. Right. But I'm going to tell 99.9% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause really, truth be told, things were very harmonious for us prior. Mm-hmm. After right. we got married, oh, it went down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. All right. So in... Like y'all said, in making the choice to live together before getting married, like, and, and you kind of alluded to this a, a little bit, Damien, but what was the, besides maybe the initial conflict, what was the hardest challenge that you faced early on going from living together to then now coming under covenant with each other? What was, what was maybe the, the biggest thing that you faced initially? I think really it was probably not knowing who I was, you know, mm. I think that there's sometimes, a, a, you know, we got married really young. So there was a timing thing. And so you, you don't know who you are and now you're responsible for someone else and their livelihood. And then, you know, Lord knows who knows when the kids start coming in. So now pretty much you're having to go from being a boy to being a man. Mm. And now, have somebody looking at you and saying, hey, you said that you were going to um, uh, lead me. Where are we going? So yeah. now there's this different level of responsibility as a man boy, if I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> boy man, to say it. Yeah. And now you have a you you you've started your own movement. You've got your own um, uh, you're starting your own uh, tribe or village. And now you've got to find out, OK, where are we going? So I think that was probably one of the biggest or if not the biggest thing. I was like, oh, this is getting is oh, this this serious now. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we really have a vision for our marriage. I think with everything, you should have a vision for your children, for, you know, your career goals, for your marriage even. And we didn't have we just got married. Like he said, we were young and, you know, just not even the age, just even people who are, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. When you're getting married, have a vision for your marriage. We're what do you want to, what do you want to, where do we want to go? Where do we want to see our marriage? Um, where do we, you know, who do we want to influence? And so we didn't have anything like that. We just was like, okay, we married now. So when the chaos came, there was nothing. No plan in no place. No plan in place. Vision brings order to chaos. And so we didn't have any, anything to, to, you know, go back to. So mm. it was just kind of like, just here, when this came up, okay, what are we going to do? And this came up, okay, how are we going to fix this? You know, so I think that for us was the big, biggest obstacle of just knowing, you know, okay, what now? Mm. You know, Mm. I like that. And make sure you (laughs) you tag at marriage is real. Give them uh, their credit for that. That is not 
your own thoughts. She said again, uh, "Vision brings order to chaos." Tweet that out real quick. That's awesome. That was hey, you better say that. For that, I got that from um, Andy Stanley. I love him. Look at you. Um, you so- you so godly. Look at that. She ain't even she a, holy. Yeah, she, she holy girl. Holy. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> you like her, baby. Yeah. That's, that's, so <laughs> that's sweet. Y'all, y'all don't know she levitating right now. She ain't even sitting Boy, down. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Got that halo. Yeah. I can see your halo. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. So um, I had a question about earlier. Jamie had mentioned that people or one of the. Um, issues you you would see is that like a a woman would say to you uh this is how I feel x y and z and then you would ask her what have you told him uh the husband and so um you were finding that people were not being real with their spouses Why, why is that I don't know you know and that is so weird to me because Dave and I have always had a very open relationship and I don't know if it's because we like we always say we got married so young so maybe we were I don't know if we was too dumb no to know not to do that, but I don't know. <laughs> always been very open about, you know, how how we felt and, you know, our relationship. Like people always our friends trip because we are even to the point where we're when we're out and about and I see a woman that catches my eye, catches my attention, she may be, you know, dressed inappropriately, have a big butt. I'm like, damn it, did you see that lady? Before she even packed across our path. I will point her out to him, and people just be like, "Y'all are nuts." <laughs> We're friends first, so yeah. Um, and and as far as uh, why when why people don't tell their husbands, I'm with you. I don't. I really don't understand it, but I think it's because um, maybe because they don't feel like maybe their husband's ego can take it. Mm. Maybe they feel like um, he, he may you know be crushed I, I just I really don't get it I think maybe and then sometimes it may be their domestication the way that they were raised they may have watched their mom just go along with whatever right, their dad right. did and, I, and you know what I'm saying so I but I'm just like you need to be honest with him and tell him how you feel because how do you expect change if he doesn't know you have all of these undisclosed expectations of your husband and you ain't even being real with him yeah. you know I even know People who have said, you know, in the beginning, well, we're not married yet. When we get married, I want to have five kids. You know what I'm saying? We get married, I have that first. And I'm like, look, now, I don't know about these five. Maybe we can do this one or two times. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's real, yeah. But so, because he said he wanted five kids, it's like you don't want to be honest with him and tell him, baby, I really don't want to have five children. And in your mind, you're saying, well, I did tell him before we got married. We can have five kids. What's the last stuff you said you was going to do? You, know, you got to keep with it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I just really think that, um, I think maybe there is, there's a fear involved. Yeah. And um, there's a, um, like I said, I, I, I feel like women, we just had this conversation. Sometimes we don't feel like the male ego can handle the truth. Mm-hmm. So they just, you know, don't, don't say anything, but and that's det- more de- detrimental in the, you know, in the long run than it is with just being honest, you know? Right, right. Have you have you had any um, experiences with the couples where they took that risk uh, to share honestly and how it went, maybe good or bad? Uh, like yes, they came I, back and told you, you know, the outcome? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And, and, it, and it had to do with 
sex, of course. You know, we just talked, we just did our little uh, live video about sex. You know, I had a friend <laughs> who, um, she, the way that I guess his presentation to, and, the, and see, this is what happened. After they got married, there were some things that they did before marriage mm -hmm. that was kind of like, oh, okay, well, whatever, whatever. But as soon as they got married, like that second week, third week, I'm not even exaggerating. She was like, I don't like when he does me like that because I'm your wife now mm. and I feel disrespected. Mm. I said, well, then you got to tell him. She's like, but we've been doing it. I said, it doesn't matter. If you feel that way, you have to let him know. Y'all have to have that open dialogue. So she did. Um, it it kind of, you know, they kind of, he was, he didn't know really how to handle it because he's like, we've been doing this all this time. But she's like, yeah, and even then I really didn't like it. But now that I'm your wife, I really feel like it's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. So they had the conversation. And now, you know, I, I still talk to her today and, and it, it's gotten better. So the issue was resolved in just the, the approach of the presentation to them having sex. So, I mean, I just really feel like it, it's, it's communication is key. If you don't have the conversation, how can you heal? How? How's yeah. it, how's it going? Resolu resolution if it's not even being brought to the forefront yeah so. yeah i know that's right and i i would i would definitely say that um that and you guys alluded to this earlier in terms of like that that male ego thing where maybe a lot of men <clears throat> for whatever reason are sensitive whenever it comes to someone really telling them about themselves because you know as men we we tend to overcompensate at times or we tend to think <laughs> that we are a whole lot more than what we really are but what's so great about and again, under the umbrella of marriage being something instituted by God and it being profitable for everyone involved is where in the scriptures, like Paul talks about how, you know, how we should submit unto one another. Now, at the end of the day, listen, like, yes, you know, a, a woman should submit to her, their husband, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like whenever you submit unto one another, like I give license to my wife to speak into my life in a way where really like no one else really can because like she knows me intimately and deeply unlike anybody else. And as a matter of fact, it would go so far as to say is that like we like we we are like one, you know what I'm saying? So like honestly, whenever a wife would deprive her husband of really hearing about himself yeah, he, he like you're you're only going to end up hurting yourself as a as a wife, and I, I can I can definitely see how in, in our marriage in so many ways because of my own insecurities and because of my own stuff, uh, there were times where Abby, because of her not wanting to hurt my feelings, because you know I, I ain't gonna I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real, you know what I'm saying in our early years of marriage, I was a real sensitive guy, you know what I'm saying. I would, I would, uh, I used, I used to cry, you know what I'm saying? I used to, I used to be crying and stuff, you know, like, like, dude. And so I, I can see how for her, it really set up a culture in our marriage where she would withhold things that were beneficial for me. I don't want you to cry. Yeah, you didn't want me to cry. Man, I sound, I sound like, like a straight, I don't even know right now. Thank, thanks, babe. I appreciate that. It's all good. But yeah, I was, I was sensitive. But, uh, what was so hey, dope no, about it. It ain't nothing wrong with that. But you now know. you a lion. I eat my problems. I eat my problems. Do we need a commercial break? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Y'all funny. Uh -huh. So I, I I I would definitely agree that um that and honestly, you know, for those who are on the journey to p potentially being married, what's so cool about Having the culture of your of your relationship where 
the woman can speak into the man's life in a real way and where really his pride can be let down and he can come from a place of, of, of humility. That's only going to make you better as a, as a unit. And I think that that's but something you have that to, you have to do it respectfully, right. you know, as the woman, you have to come at him respectfully. And we all know when we're pushing those buttons, if you've been together okay. any length of time, mm-hmm. you know, if I say it this way, he's going to take it. And then if you are on the defensive, it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, the conversation is just shot, you know, it's not going, there's no way it can go yeah. up. So mm-hmm. you got to give it a break. Come back to it later. Yeah, Jamie's saying presentation is everything. And the way that you can speak truthfully, but I had to learn with put a little honey in it, you know, mm-hmm. put a little, because the medicine, you could take medicine, what a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Mm-hmm. So just add a little yeah. sweetness to it. And it just is something then you're able to receive it and right. know that I'm coming from a loving place and not trying to attack you. And then we can attack the problem together instead of right. attacking attacking each other and that's something that it definitely took a lot of um practice you know not not you know doing it the right way and then messing like why is he not hearing me what you know and um then you were able to really also it takes two you know you had to also be willing to continue to hear me even though maybe in the past I didn't come at you the right way you had to remain open you're opening your heart up to me that you know and be vulnerable you Mm -hmm. you both both have to be vulnerable to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, but it's worth it. Because I think one thing about love, when you really love a person, you're going to tell them about themselves because you don't want to hear it from a stranger. You don't want to go out in the street and know that your pants hanging down. Mm-hmm. Your your spouse needs to be able to tell you that. So that's just, that's that's love. And the thing about love, uh-huh. though, it takes a risk because yeah. you risk, you yeah. risk the relationship. Oh, they might not receive it, mm-hmm. but it's still worth it to tell them. If you're breath stink yeah. if you got something in your teeth you got a booger or whatever wow. something in your eye I'm gonna tell you because I love you you might hate me but at <laughs> least at least you ain't embarrassing us in the street yeah. I mean you know I'm saying see we on the same page see yeah girl I try to be holy too girl I can see my halo <laughs> no but it's real you know what and, and I just want to add something real quick. And I think one thing you also got to keep in perspective is that we're on the same team yep. and we're trying to reach the same goal. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, you know, we got to know that, you know, if, if you know at the end of the day that your spouse has goodwill towards you yeah. and that they really love you and they, you know, they really root for you and they got your back, they're not going to say or do anything out of malice toward you. They're, they're, in that quote unquote critique or whatever, they want you to be your best you because they love right. you that much. Right. And and honestly, I feel honored when he tells me the truth, the hard truth, you know, because then I know I can trust you. You know what I'm saying? I know mm. that you my back and yeah. if, if if you gonna you just gonna put it out there because the thing about it is it may hurt and then I may feel a little insecure a little bit afterwards. I'm like, okay, well let me get myself together. He's saying this. He's saying that, but I rather know and work on correcting the issue rather than leaving a foothold for the enemy to get in. Because the thing that you're telling me that you want me to work on, I'm not doing it, but somebody else can come right along and do mm. that and gain yeah. that attention. When I told you this is what this is what it was, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And I think it's also important, too, because as a husband and wives, we have different needs, you know, in a relationship. And sometimes if you're coming at your spouse with something that they don't need, it's not a need that they have. So they might um, minimalize it or make you feel like, why is it all of that? Like, it's not that serious. And it's important to recognize that the same just because the need is different, the core, the how deep that need goes is the same for both of us. And it should be respected. Even if you can't understand it, you know, you have to respect that because you want them to also respect you when you come at them with what you need and want, you know? That's right. Wow. Y'all girls talking that talk. Okay, that's our time for this week. But next week, the Johnsons are going to take over the show as they present their top five reasons for why marriage is real. Listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Have questions, concerns, or comments? Email us at hello at blackdaddypodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at blackdaddynow. And as always, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast in the iTunes app. See you next week on the Black Daddy Podcast.